0: Becca, do you want a clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean, and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway.
1: Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox
0: Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. wear it like no one else scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iheart radio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast
1: hello everybody we're scrubbing in happy monday happy monday
2: i don't know if you
0: can tell because that was a very enthusiastic happy monday but i am on my menstrual in my menstrual phase and i am sparking a different tune oh yeah i mean i'm not gonna (laughs) lie it hasn't been like (laughs) earth changing so far but i'm not gonna lie like the 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 bad days have been shorter oh that's great yeah
1: I'm sure as time goes on
0: every month, it'll be like Me too. better I'm and in better. It for, I'm in it for the long game. I'm in it for the long game.
1: We love to hear that. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend? Weekend was really great. Great. How was your weekend? My weekend was great. I'm like, when, when I first saw you, we were like, how did you have a good weekend? And in my mind, we were saying like the weekends go by so fast yet they feel long in the moment. If that makes sense, Mark. Do you have that same thing?
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. You're like, oh crap, it's Monday morning already. Meanwhile, Saturday afternoon, you're like, Well, yeah, <laughs> like like, it's like when you like you have by.
1: full
0: a full Saturday and Sunday, so 48 hours to just have a weekend. And we're like doing things again. Like yeah. I can't even explain to you. So I went to Sisney Sprinkle. She had about 50 people at this sprinkle. And I was living my best life. Like I felt like again, I mean, I've never done drugs of sorts but I felt as though I was on drugs like I was on this like euphoric trip of seeing people that I haven't seen in so long like I was like oh my gosh like I haven't seen you and like hugging people and it was just so nice wow I know like I actually like I got home um that night uh Red Star and I had a barbecue with my parents and I was like I knew I was like excited about the sprinkle but I was just like it was more fun than i was expecting like ever to have at a sprinkle uh-huh. and now i like want to throw like a rager birthday party wow
1: oh yeah we should do a big birthday party that, yeah this year. literally i'm like i don't know because it was just so fun
2: do you want to explain what a sprinkle is for anybody is that common knowledge what a sprinkle is because we had to go through this at the morning show that not everyone knew i just
1: got it's like kind of like a Party for like a baby shower party? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a baby shower, but for your second child.
0: Well, for her third, because she has twins, but basically it's like any child after your first one, you have sprinkles. They're supposed to be small, but.
2: Because you don't need as much stuff. You don't need as much starter baby sprinkle. yeah
1: Right, 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 right. Because like you might hear sprinkle and think of like a cupcake sprinkle, but this is more of a water sprinkle. Cool. Yeah. You're not shower. showered with gifts you're yeah. sprinkled
2: with gifts and Correct. we're
1: in a drought here in California so sprinkles are the way to go right now yes exactly um <laughs> <But,
2: laughs>
0: yeah it was
1: pretty- yeah it looks fun it looks really cute yeah I we so Haley performed for the first time for a pride event on Saturday and it was so fun to like hear and see live music and like entertainment it was a freaking blast and I overserved myself because there was tequila in like the green room and I go to pour it and I like just forgot how to pour like an appropriate amount of alcohol. <laughs> so I filled up like half the cup with tequila and I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And so like I was I just had like a red solo cup and I was walking around and everyone's like. I can literally smell that tequila. That's my girl. And I was like, I know I overport it, but I was I wasn't like super drunk. I was just really social. Like I was just like flittering around like flittering. Flittering, like a butterfly, butterfly. some would say. Wow. Um, a social butterfly. Yeah. And but it was just so fun to be around people and just like. I know. Did it like do things
0: inside your body? Like, did you have an internal, external uh internal, external? uh reaction An out
1: uh hold on <laughs> <laughs> i don't know you know like sometimes we can guide you and help but i don't an outward expression of an internal feeling <laughs> yeah oh, that's good that works Yeah, it's okay. called excitement fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait this is funny we're talking about because drugs and stuff um I did a TikTok talking about how, like, if you're like when you're laying down and your edible hits, like, do you remember the Gravitron at yes, like the fair? I hated that. Okay, game I loved that it. Right? But like, that's if you're laying down when your edible hits, it feels like that gravity where you're like, just like lean, like almost like you're like upside down and kind of like sucked into. The Again, ground. why I will never have an edible.
2: But that's interesting because I hated the gravitron too, and Tanya and I have never done any of that and would never do an edible. You love the gravitron; you're loving your edible. Interesting. But
1: but it doesn't. It Uh, only feels like that if you're laying down. Like otherwise, you uh, just kind of feel like. Well, what are you doing if you're not laying down? Standing up and laying down. There's like two options in life. Yeah, standing up or sitting up. Like, i'm saying if i'm laying down to go to bed and it hits but anyways so i posted on tiktok oh, it was like, like this TikTok. trend and everyone was like oh my gosh like i didn't know that you uh like took edibles and they they were like calling me baked becca and all this stuff and i was like <laughs> okay i'm not even that <laughs> cool where i'm like baked, baked becca, becca is so good and so um but it's so funny because, and then this one guy was like, oh, this is what it's come to for Becca Tilly, like so sad. And I'm like, listen, I take it one, a five milligram edible, and it's basically the same experience as like having a few drinks, but I'm not hungover the next day. But it was just so funny because all of a sudden I was like, Baked, way cooler. Becca. Like a lot of people think I'm like way cooler than I actually am from my like little edible. But um, well, let me tell you,
0: I am not cool and again more reason for me not to take an edible
1: the like gravitron could, but do you, you not get the pay spins? me to get on the gravitron do you not get the spins <laughs> when you drink too much and you lay down and you feel like you're spinning if i drink a lot that's what i'm saying a it's lot. kind of like a milder version of that because mm. i don't like it when i'm drinking because it makes me feel like i'm gonna throw up but. speaking of which
0: uh so danielle one of our producers was uh, we went to the sprinkle together and she was like i think we need to do a. Uh, um why am i am blanking on the name A oh, Palm Springs trip 2.0 travel with the podcast, go to the same place and like do the podcast from there again and like see if it's the same or if it's, you know, we're smarter
1: a year later or well, yeah, I'm never going to let myself get to that point again. Okay. Famous last word. I might let myself get to that point again, but not if we have a guest. That was the downfall. Yeah. Well, we won't book a guest. If we don't book a guest, then that's okay. That would have been fine. I would have been so fine. So for everybody listening, do we like
0: that idea or not? Or
2: I, not. Th- I like the idea, and I think we book a guest and maybe even the same guest.
1: <laughs> you can't do it to I Sabrina can't. Carpenter. No. <laughs> no, because then we had her on the live show, and then my I had ordered delivery and for our drinks that we were supposed to have that night, and they came during Sabrina's interview, and I had to show my ID, and I had to get up and leave the interview again. So, like, I just cannot face her again. It's yeah. beyond my. Level of like self worth at this point.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna noodle on that idea. Um. I also want to talk about. I took Red Star to go see the Back to the Future house this weekend. Oh I inspired this, yes. and I'm
2: very proud that I inspired this idea. Yeah.
0: So Mark was saying Mark had family in town, and he said that they like went to go see all these like famous LA like landmarks. We did
2: uh, Brady Bunch house, Golden Girls house, and Back to the Future house. Yeah. And in so addition w- to the observatory and Hollywood and Highland and the Dodger game and everything else you're supposed to.
0: And do. when Mark said. Uh, what's the name of the movie again? Groundhog's... Er, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, like, <you> just...
0: <laughs> I know. That's where I'm at today. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, so but when Mark said Back to the Future House, my ears perked up because it's one of Red Star's favorite movies. And so I was like, is this place close by? Is it somewhere? And and Mark said, yes. Yeah. So I got the address and I told him, I said, I want to take you somewhere on Saturday. I go, it's super chill. You don't need to like dress a certain way or do anything. Uh, we'll go after we do our yoga class. And so I was like, "It's quick. We'll just go. We'll spend like fifteen minutes there." So he is just like has no idea what's going on, like no clue. But it's his
2: favorite movie of all time. Yeah,
0: top three. I won't say favorite, okay. but it's definitely top three. And he talks about it all what the time. The other, he made me. Do you know one. the other two? Yeah. Uh, I re- God no Godfather.
2: Godfather. Yep. And um Standard.
1: Shawshank Redemption. No. Oh,
2: good one. Forrest no.
1: Gump. No. Goodwill Hunting. No, you're never gonna. That, I have to like look it up.
0: That's why. The Patriot. Gladiator uh hank can you just stand by
2: ferris bueller's day off <laughs> no airplane
1: I, I you know what you guys dumb and dumber oh ace ventura pet detective definitely
0: not because i've seen all those where is it oh where's my notes page on oh, there to okay. this, uh
2: top gun
1: green mile No. <laughs> oh, okay so let's
2: raiders of the lost ark
1: Nope. You guys, True there rom- is a full notes page. True
2: Romance. <laughs> oh, hold oh, on. We didn't go in that direction. There is a
1: full notes page of oh, yeah. all. What? I need to see what
2: else. Okay, hold it. on.
0: But the movies are True Romance and Godfather. Yeah. And then the third one was uh, Back to the Future.
2: That's good. And that tells us a lot about him, by the way. Does it? Yeah, nothing bad. That's just, I feel like I know him better if knowing those are his three okay. favorite movies.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at my notes. <laughs> my notes. Jesus. I put a note. So he used to have high cholesterol.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there's, and there's, an, an, there's asterisk. an asterisk
0: next to it saying, <laughs> <laughs> "It's all. It's like easy stuff. It's like his favorite candies, favorite drinks, like all the stuff I know now, but I didn't in the beginning. Like hearts of palm." so funny
1: <laughs> wait this is amazing that notes page
0: yeah and it's all stuff that like i know i know now you know like his parents names long like, yeah Y'all, favorite bands scrolling for a minute shoe
2: size favorite bands yeah, let's do favorite, favorite bands.
0: bands okay uh beatles rolling stones beastie boys sublime paul simon
2: wow okay old school old school very old school
0: Okay, so anyways, so we're, we're uh, so uh, I was asking him kind of like, do you have any the guesses of where we're going? And he was like, I don't know. He's like, I, I don't, where are we going to go? Or were you just like, stop by for a few minutes? And he's like, is it some Laker practice facility? And I was like, oh, that's cool, <laughs> like shoot, you know, like, yeah, write
2: that down, <laughs> Right,
0: right. Put that in my notes page. Um, and I was like, no. And then I thought maybe I was like over, overselling it. And so I was like, super low expectations. We're just going to like drive by somewhere, like no big deal, blah, blah. blah. And so we're like driving, and it's like a residential area. So he's like, "Are you?" Ta- uh, he's like, "Are you taking me to IKEA?" Like, he like, <laughs> no. So that's was like, okay, the bar's low. The bar's low. Feel good. Yeah. Feel good. Uh, and then so we drive onto the street, and we get in front of the house. He looks at it and he's like, "Is this the back?" He like knew it right away. He's like, "Is this the back to the feature house?" And I was like, "Yes." And he's like, "That is so funny." And so we pull if out.
2: It, if it- if you know the movie, it's Martin McFly's house. It's not Doc's house. It's not the mall that Easton went to recently. This is Martin McFly's house.
0: Yeah. So we p- parked the car. We got out. I like, took pictures of him in front of the house. And then there was this girl that was across the street. And she was saying that people like are constantly coming by and like taking pictures in front of this house. And she was saying that her grandma is lives across the street and that people, I guess her her van was in the actual movie and they like all still think it's like the coolest thing and that every year on i don't know what day it's back to the future day or something
2: october something but it's the it's the day that they leave 85 and go to 2015 i believe
0: yeah um they do like a big thing where they get a delorean and they like bring it onto the street and so i don't know i think that's really cool anyways he thought it was really thoughtful and and sweet and he really enjoyed it so it was a home run for tanya It's
2: great. I recommend it to any LA tourist. The Brady Bunch house is also fantastic, even better than it used to be, because, of course, they've made it look exactly like the TV show because of that show they did for hgtv or whatever it is the golden girls house i don't recommend they've painted it they put up a fence they clearly want no part of the pop uh, culture history uh, that they've li- they're living in and so it's not worth the trip
0: i know it's so funny like i think he felt a little bashful taking photos in front of it. like i was like go stand there and, like, yeah. or, like me well, yeah. like taking photos and he was kind of like uh, like people are like living in there this is so weird and then like and then i kind of got him loose and goose and he was like okay this is actually like really cool i'm like yeah of it course cool. like they obviously haven't changed anything it looks Nothing. the same <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. So slam dunk, and Boom. then he said he has somewhere that he wants to take me.
2: Maybe it's where the Pretty Little Liars lived.
0: I don't know. I don't even think he knows I liked Pretty Little Liars <laughs> at one point. So I don't
1: think it's that. But I'm like who?
0: I don't know. He said there's somewhere he wants to take me. It's well, kind I... of similar vibes of like we just go. What but are he said your more. He, he said it's more of an experience. Oh. oh.
1: Is he taking you to the Warner
0: Brothers lot to go on the friend set? No, I have a, you know, I have a feeling. I don't want to guess it because, again, I don't want to like whatever. But I feel like it's some sort of like butterfly museum or something. Mm
2: -hmm. That's cute. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We love a butterfly (laughs) exhibit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. Well, (laughs) somewhere, somewhere along in the weekend, Tanya texts me and goes, did you watch the Grey's Anatomy finale? And I was like, I have not yet. And she was like, Becca. Wait, Mark, have you watched it? Yeah. Oh,
2: it's of course
1: not great.
2: Oh, hey, whoa. <laughs>
1: so,
0: oh, my. Okay, I, I need to. I got I I I, 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 you. Gotta,
1: how are you gonna no. even defend this? <laughs> hold on, hold All on. Hold right, on. Well, wait,
2: should we go to Ingrid first? I was
1: gonna no. say. No. No. yeah i think we i think we talked to ingrid because are... we're taking a long conversation so we have ingrid michelson <laughs> whose song was up, in the finale by the way her song is, spoiler spoiler alert is the <laughs> like very end of the episode and she's been a part of the Grey's anatomy like uh soundtrack forever. she's a basically a part of their anatomy if you will <laughs> yeah she's a part of the Grey's anatomy um, anatomy but okay. she's had so many iconic songs, like just on the show and outside of the show, and yeah, like
0: her biggest one is uh, "Cause You." What? I like oh, the no. way
1: you say good morning. That has never been more off key. And you- <laughs> <laughs> I knew the song and still Take didn't know me the if you are singing the
0: way i am that was better yeah Yeah, the way i am Um, we're not allowed to play music on these podcasts so now you just get my singing voice sorry not sorry
1: (laughs) so uh we're gonna bring her in to talk about her song that's in the finale to begin again with zane um and i'm super excited I'm, i'm a big fan i got pretty geeked out when we found out she was gonna be on the podcast and then i guess after that we discuss
0: the finale exactly which i am just like Shook that Mark is even trying to defend this.
2: I think there were some positives in this episode.
0: Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we're gonna get to Ingrid
1: and we'll be right back with her.
0: With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
1: Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Santiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Can I rant for a sec? Please. So we have a very exciting guest today, which I am so excited to talk to her. Welcome to the Scrubbing N.O.R., Ingrid Michelson. Hi. (laughs) I mean, you, I guess we like our podcast is basically based off of our love for Grey's Anatomy. And I feel like your music has been such a huge part of Grey's Anatomy that I feel like I, I felt so giddy when we found out that we were going to have you on the podcast just because I feel like you've kind of been part of this journey of being a Grey's Anatomy fan.
3: Yeah, I feel like without Grey's and specifically Alex Patsavas, who was the head of the music department early on, like I don't think I would be where I am. They gave me so many shots. You know, I had... I've been rewatching. So I sort of, I fell off around season four
2: oh, and I really? would
3: kind of like scoop in and out and, and see, some, you know, how they used my songs and, but I didn't keep up. I didn't keep up. I didn't keep up. So I've been rewatch I've been watching. I rewatched one through three and now I'm on season eight. Oh, I'm like, almost oh wow. At the end of season the eight. glory
1: days. You have some tragedies coming up I
3: know well I well so that was what was messed up is that I watched the finale because they used yeah 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 my new single that I have out now they used that and I was like okay so do I watch it and spoil (laughs) everything or do I not watch it and just wait until I get to season 17 and i was like i'm gonna watch it I'll, it won't be so bad it'll probably i was like it'll probably be so far removed that oh, I won't yeah, leave so it.
0: far except removed
3: it wasn't except there were still characters i'm not going to spoil it for anyone who's not seen everything but i was like wait they're together
0: wait they were together now they're not together, uh, together? it's okay spoiler wait. alerts is fine because we spoil I,
2: all the time and
0: like yeah
3: don't tell me anything though. no what the name, because uh, I know some things. I know that you know. I know that Patrick Dempsey dies. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know that Chris. I'm pretty sure Christina dies. And <laughs> now I know that Sloan and Little Gray. Their names are on everybody's scrubs. Their oh, names are. Oh yeah. Assholes. So now I'm like, what gigantic <laughs> thing? Oh my! Well. They die. obviously they must die together don't tell me I'm Uh, home but you're gonna have
0: to prepare a lot for that episode because I think was that the episode I FaceTimed you like bawling
1: well you've done that a lot but I I was gonna say (laughs) if you're on season eight it's just around the corner for you so yeah
3: I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's just around the corner (laughs) um but so yeah, I've been re-watching it and then and then watching the last the finale. I was like, this is so confusing. I was so confused and I was like but at the same time, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try to like go back into season eight and just like let it go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know some things, like I but I don't it's I was joking with my friend who's like a huge Grays fan, like huge, huge, huge. Um to the point when I was like I got to see the scene that my song is in. And she's like, don't even talk about it. Don't tell me anything. I don't want to know anything about it. You know, Um, and I was like, I have no idea. I was like, it's taken out of context. I have no idea what was going on, you know? So she's so, so such a big fan. And she's like, I can't believe you're watching it. Cause I kept texting her. I was like, wait, what's going on? She's like, stop watching it. Stop watching it. I was like, I have to watch it. I have to watch it. my songs at the end. And she's like, "You're, you're messing everything up. You're ruining everything. Um, and I was like, I know, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to have to like, I'm just going to have to, I said to her, it's, it's, what do I say? I was like, it's the journey, not the destination. <laughs> oh, oh, so wow. true. I like I do, you know, you can't ignore some spoilers, yeah. right? Like I know some things are happening. I don't know how they happen, but I know that they're going to happen. Um, mostly like deaths, I guess. <laughs> yeah. we like, leaving the show. Um, but you know. Even though I even though I knew all about Denny because I already seen it. Oh don't get her started. That was so, so incredible <laughs> and so moving. So I know that it's going to it's going to be. Uh, an enjoyable watch for me I'm just gonna you know I just know a little bit more now yeah yeah
1: you're prepared in some ways
0: wait I have a question about using your music in tv shows because I don't even know if you know this Becca but I like really wanted that job back in the day like when I was like first starting out here when I graduated college and I was in LA, I was looking into, um, cause I was interning at MTV for six months and I was talking to that person that was doing that at MTV where they put songs mm-hmm. into TV episodes, sh- yeah. episodes. Yeah. So do you like pitch your songs or do they like tell you, Oh my gosh, we're going to use your song or how does it work?
3: So I, my songs are with a, um, a, like a sync licensing company, right? And they will get certain briefs. Like this commercial wants a song about, you know, new beginnings or this TV show is looking for an upbeat song that sounds like this song. And then they'll, you know, have a comp song that's too expensive and they need someone who's like less expensive. With this specific case, because we have such a good friendship with the people over at Gray's, my manager literally sent the song to them and they were like, oh, we love it. We're going to find a place for it.
1: Whoa. Well, so... What, that was the, pro- I mean, that's been how, because when I think about the beginning seasons of Grey's Anatomy, I can like hear some of your songs in there. So what was the process like? Like, how did they, is it the same thing? Like they found you through the licensing company or how did that happen? Yeah. And, or did you freak so, out?
3: <laughs> yeah, This is a story I haven't told. I used to tell the story all the time because it literally is how my career started, but I haven't told it in so long. So it's fun for me to <laughs> talk about it. Um, my mother was watching the show. And she was like, you should get your songs on this show. It's really good. It's called Grey's Anatomy. And they're using all these like really interesting singer songwriter songs. And you know, when your mom tells you, you're like, okay, mom, sure, whatever. <laughs> and then slowly but surely, I would just hear it from other people like, oh, I heard a song on Grey's Anatomy. And it reminded me of yours, your song, but it's not your song. So you should, you know, but at the time, it was like, you should, you know, You're not for president. You know, that's what it felt like. You're like, okay, how do I get a song on Grey's Anatomy? But then it became like this, like, I was like willing it to happen. I was like, this has to Mm -hmm. be, this is like my goal to get at least one song on Grey's Anatomy. And I, I remember MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. So I had some songs on MySpace. So long, this was 2006. And this licensing company that I'm still with reached out to me on MySpace And we're like, we like your songs. We know you're not attached to a label. And we work with unsigned artists getting their music in. And they listed like commercials and da 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 And they listed Grey's Anatomy as like previous successes that they've had with other artists. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. (laughs) And I wrote back to them. And I was like, yes, this is amazing. Let's work together. And so we started working together. And six months later, I got my first placement then I got a placement like a month after that, a month after that, a month after that. They just started coming and coming. And I realized this as I'm watching back because I'm re-watching all yeah. the seasons, right? I was like, wait a minute. They used this song again- so close. And then I was like, two episodes later, I was like, another one? <laughs> and then an episode, another one? And then season three, that's where it all hit for me. Season three, there was like four songs um, on, that, on that season. And the season finale, they used a song called Keep Breathing. Yes. And so at this point... I knew that Grey's wanted an unreleased song. They wanted only unreleased songs in their season finale because they wanted to release a record, right, of all these, like, songs that were only seen out of Grey's Anatomy. So I was, again, I was like, okay, I willed it to happen the first time, and I'm going to will this to happen. So I wrote this song called Keep Breathing. I had no idea what the script was about. I didn't know what – I mean, I knew the plot line of what was going on at the time, but I didn't know where it was going, So I wrote this song, you know, and it's just about persevering and breathing and continuing going on. And, you know, definitely about things that were going on in my life. But also I was like, these are themes that the show, you know, Mm -hmm. plays around a lot with. And I remember they were like, we love it. We're going to use it. We're not going to use it as in the very ending of the episode, but we're going to use it somewhere in the middle. And I was like, good, amazing, done. I got it, you know. And I remember thinking, well, it would have been great to get the end. because You know, you want those last few minutes. But you know what? I'm not going to be greedy and then like three weeks before they cut the edit they were like we made some shifts and we're taking your song it was like a four minute song they turned it into six and a half minutes and used it as the last six and a half minutes of season three the epic finale where she's ripping yes. the, dre- the wedding christina.
1: dress remember when oh, mary's oh, holding yeah. christina oh oh. all we oh. can
3: do is keep <laughs> breathing, <laughs> breathing over and over and over and over and over again And then just when you think it's going to end, it keeps going and they go into another scene, I think, where like the chief is looking off into the distance or something. I don't know. And then it ends like this epic way with my voice. And I was just like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And that night, my lyrics and my name were the number one and two most Googled thing in the country, because that show at that point it was Mm -hmm. like at such a, a fever pitch,
0: right? Yeah.
3: And I, I went on uh, Good Morning America the next day and they talked about it and I was so nervous. And like that really was the beginning, you know, the the beginning of, of me having a career and I would go, and, and Grace was so big in Europe too that I would go to Europe and they're like, we love Grace Anatomy in Germany <laughs> and in England. And so um, it, I really owe so, so much. And so it's, it's really like very sweet and kind of full circle to like come back to this and be part of the finale again Mm -hmm. uh, with, with my new single. And so, yeah, I just, I love being part of the Grey's Anatomy world. I mean, I sang at one of the, um, one of the, uh, was it some, somebody in the like production department, I sang at their wedding. It was oh. at someone's house. Oh, cool! Yeah, That's like, so and, like, cool. Whole house wedding. I was like ingrained in, into <laughs> like the Grey's Anatomy fabric, um, and I'm so it's it's I'm, it's one of those shows where if you fall off, then you fall off. It's like so hard to jump back into it. Mm-hmm. And so every year that goes by, I'm like, okay, this is the year. This is the year. And then this year again, this is my superstitious stuff. I was like, if I start watching it. They're gonna use to begin again in the finale. So I started watching it, and now I'm, and I'm, you know, up to season eight, and they used it. I was like, my weird grading had me like
1: <laughs> your manifestation really
3: I mean, is insane I, I do. I have like these like weird like little manifestations with this show, but it seems to work so far. So, yeah. yeah but now I'm like, oh, I and mean, now I gotta finish because I'm like deep into I season eight. I'm like, there's so much going on. I'm so invested. I watch like a couple episodes every night, basically.
0: I need to channel your manifestation skills. Do you make vision boards or do you just do it mentally?
3: No. And you know, here's another thing I haven't told many people. This is kind of weird. With Keep Breathing, which was on season, the season three finale, I listened to my, my. it was like a rough cut of it. I listened to it over and over and over in my car when I drove to work. I used to work in a children's theater camp. And I would put it in the car and just listen to it all the way there. And then I'd listen to it all the way home. And my theory was like, if I just keep listening to it, they'll use it. It's so weird. I have like this weird superstitious stuff with, 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 um, it's probably with other things too, but I feel it really coming out with Grace, like committing to watch this many seasons of a television show. It's really intense you know
0: yeah we know yeah. no like and I
3: could, so, I could drop off but I can't I feel yeah. like I'm so far in now yeah. and now that I saw the finale I'm like it's even more incentive to get there yeah. but it's a lot of seasons you
1: guys and so I've yeah. been watching since it started like I have been a loyal viewer like Thursday nights weekly like since it started So Tanya, when was it? Like four years ago? Three years ago? Yeah, yeah. it was like it was
0: New Year's Eve, going in whatever, going into like nineteen or nineteen, going into like two (laughs) thousand (laughs) eight, going into like two thousand eighteen or something. It was New Year's Eve. Such a loser. I had no plans. It was like December thirty first, and everyone's like, "What are you doing for New Year's Eve?" And I was like, "I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna start Grey's Anatomy from season one, episode one." And I started it that night and I watched, I think it was up to season, I think the 15 or no, like 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or something like that. Maybe 14. Um, I watched from one to 14 in a matter of like,
1: it was weird. It was fast in six months. It's all
0: I did. I had no social life. I didn't leave. Like I would go to work and then I would just come home and watch Grey's Anatomy until like I went to bed. It was like sick. And (laughs) then I got caught up. And so here I am today. But
1: yeah, what we're trying to say is we get the feeling like you want to commit.
3: I'm not I'm a little far behind that. I'm a little far. I'm not as intense, but (laughs) I probably started watching it three months ago. So if I started watching three months, I'm at season. Oh, yeah, you're doing some good work. You're doing doing some good work. work. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I slowed down once I watched the finale. So a a week ago. So in the last yeah. you know, five days, I've slowed a little bit. Yeah, like, you're
0: going to start I, slowing I almost, real bad around like season like 12, 13. Things get slow in season 12 and 13. I'm not totally sure which ones, but there, there's yeah, a couple. There are yeah. a couple slow seasons. It slows
1: down a little bit, but it's OK. You can power get through. through it. I mean, you just have to power through. OK,
3: favorite, I feel like my favorite moment is my favorite episode is it's so creepy, but is the one with the guy with the
1: gun? Oh, the shooting episodes! Oh, like I know it's so good. One of the best series, se- like of any well, show I've watched. One of the best season finales I've ever watched.
3: Daily with the with the when 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 was Char- Charles Charlie?
1: Charles? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Cry
3: on the regular. Well, I, I mean,
1: you're so, so wait. Okay, if keep breathing. So, what was your first song ever that they chose? What was it?
3: Breakable. Wait, I've been boy. also. What I've been doing also is filming every time it happens, and I have a folder on my phone
1: like a compilation. I'm such a loser
3: <laughs> that I want to make a compilation, but like they should so make I hope- one
0: for you. you know? Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been dating your boyfriend?
3: Will Chase? He played Luke Wheeler on Nashville. We've been together since. The beginning of 2015
0: oh my <laughs>
3: <laughs> no what happened we're so old so so like like we say all right you know anniversaries are sort of funky but we're like January 11th is sort of what we say is that from yeah, when
0: the- you met or from when you became official uh, we we met and I don't really
3: remember meeting but there's <laughs> like photographic evidence of a- us <laughs> at a gala event but we're both like hmm <laughs> great impact we made each other um but we were friends for a little bit before we got together for like a year
1: Ah, uh-huh. and then y'all were like maybe this is can, he's something. making
3: dinner right now i can smell him cooking <laughs> in the air fryer
1: wait so, what, air fryer. so what's so what,
0: hungry so what's the anniversary date is it the, like the year first that's
3: like when we were like we like each other we're gonna take a chance because you have to pick a day right like We were like talking and and seeing each other for a little bit before that, but we were like, what's the day if we're going to pick a day? And it was the day that when I I went to Nashville to do some writing and we like actually like kissed for the first time, hung out for the first time, like all that kind of stuff. Uh Um, And so we're like, well, that's and then, you know, months later, we're like, this is a good day if we're going to pick a day. This feels like the right like we weren't fully progressed and we never said like this is our day but yeah that yeah, felt like,
1: yeah. That i like felt- that 111 you said january 11th 111? yeah it's a good day yeah
3: 111 yeah um, but i'm not really a big i'm not like a i'm not an anniversary person
0: what's your like, sign what- what's your zodiac sign sagittarius and what's he
3: uh september 12th i don't know what is that
0: is that libra, libra i think
1: maybe yeah. Yeah. My,
3: big, my big thing are birthdays and christmas
1: Christmas is consistently the same. So that's yeah, easy so to keep track out, of. Yeah. So
3: are, and birthdays are too.
1: Yeah. I struggle with birthdays to be honest. Like, because I, unless it's someone that's just like consistently like close in my life, I really rely on social media for the reminder, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> well, I mean like in my relationship, like, like in
0: my relationship.
3: Oh, Will, you're,
1: okay. Like the things Anna you celebrate.
0: Hurt. Oh, and that's, Beth- yeah side note he's not a libra he's a virgo mark is saying that he is a virgo in fact i don't Um, know much about virgo and sagittarius together as a couple that's why i remain a little bit silent but it's interesting i yeah i and i just like to know like you know who are anniversary people what you do
1: on your anniversary do you celebrate it every year once a month yeah tanya and i are very different because i really could care a li- lot. like I ask about signs as if I know anything and then people tell me and I'm like oh cool but like I have no follow-up <laughs>
3: just I just like, cool. know that Sagittarius's are supposed to be um like every time I've read any description about a Sagittarius I was like oh that does seem like me
0: do you like adopt to like did you kind of morph into s- stuff with your boyfriend like you I don't I hate to say the term like a chameleon but you can kind of be a chameleon like you can really like adapt to whoever you're around
3: I'll tell you that I can, but young ones, I'll give you some advice. <laughs> I'm so old. I feel like what I, what I have done in the, what I had done in the past, in past relationships is sort of minimize myself and kind of become too much a little bit of the other person and lose yourself a little bit. And I'm, I feel like I've, I've been that way in relationships and in partnerships and working relationships and the older I get, the more I realize that that's not really the greatest asset to it's, there's one thing to kind of go with the flow and to kind of mesh with people. Well, it's another thing to sort of lose yourself. And and, and I think that's, that might be something, I don't know if that's a Sagittarius thing, but I feel like that was something that I struggled with was sort of, um, maintaining my bigness, Mm -hmm. you know, not minimizing and, not absorbing other people's characteristics but that is also something that I do little things like like little like hand movements that people do like I will mimic that yeah. and I will put that into my like my like my friend Chelsea she does this all the time like she like I just take my thinking and I like turn it this way <laughs> And so now I do that with
0: my hand. <laughs> no, well, it's really I, it's really interesting and that. good that you're aware of that because that is a very Sagittarius trait. You can like it, when Sagittarius is date anybody, they really just kind of adapt to whoever they're dating, and they don't have a strong sense of self. And yeah. so it's interesting that you recognize that about yourself because
3: yeah, I definitely ha- I definitely have 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 dealt with that in the past. But I think in just getting older and being in... in just being in different relationships and ta- going to therapy, like you realize, oh, I have to, I have to like embrace the power and the majesty that is me and mm-hmm. everything that I have to offer and and run alongside someone as opposed to like jumping on their back or mm-hmm. like morphing into them and, and going at the same pace. Like I can have my own pace. We can have different paces and still make this work, you know? Yeah. So that's something that I'm definitely... The older I get, the more I understand.
0: Well, it feels like you're doing something, right? I mean, you've been together since 2015, yeah. so it feels solid to me. I feel like I don't even know, like, so
3: 2015, 16, 17, 18, i doing Six it for, years. Oh, six years! <laughs> and we were together almost every single day for, like, a year. Yeah. Before that, you mean? Yeah, over COVID. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
1: During, Yeah, I mean, if... if cu- couples who made it out of COVID strong... They, they have potential to stay together for a long, long time.
3: I think we, we both, we both like found our groove separately and together. Mm-hmm. Like he did what he, he was like working on his projects. I was kind of working on my stuff. And then we would come together and like, like how normal people are, you know, you like you go to work, you come back, yeah. you have dinner, you watch TV together or you talk, whatever. We kind of figured out a routine where we work because at first we were just like, watching CNN and on the couch together like sad all day long yeah. I was like this is so depressing and then we both kind of like figured out like how are we gonna like not be in each other's faces every day mm-hmm. you know and I think it was a very romantic time like one of my other really good friends just started dating somebody and they were like we're, we're like in our little love nest." and I was like oh I can see how that might be how it is at first but when you've been someone for like five <laughs> years you know you can't be with them 24 seven it becomes ridiculous and so we definitely had like our own stuff and luckily we have the you know the space in our home to be able to have like our own existence and then come together when mm-hmm. we wanted to um but yeah it's it's been a long time it's kind of crazy actually it's For, of amazing yeah, yeah it is
1: amazing and you should be proud of that both of you and um your song, the to begin again, the one that's in this the seven, season seventeen finale of Grays, it is so beautiful. And you're, like, as soon as your voice comes in, it is just like taking in like fresh air. Like I, the only way I can describe it, like when I leave LA and go up to the mountains or something, and the oh air is God. different. Like that's how your voice sounds. And then Zayn's voice, I mean, it's just like beautiful
3: his voice his whole trip he's an interesting guy although i've never <laughs> met him i don't know if you know do you know the, like the scandal that i caused
1: no 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 but we love a scandal here for the podcast yeah wait what's a scandal it's just
3: like <laughs> embarrassing um okay so the way that he and i got together is that his people reached out to my people literally his manager and my manager beginning of 2020 and was like Zane's a big fan of Ingrid and would love to work with her. And I'm like, Zane? Zane, Zane? Like, of oh, one direction? <laughs> and my manager's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, weird, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next time we have a project, we'll reach out to him. But then COVID hit, and I was just creatively not really in it for a while. Mm, yeah. Um, and then I wrote to begin again in January. I was feeling hopeful with the election and vaccines are coming. And like, I was just like moved to write the song. So I wrote the song and I was like, oh, it was like one of the first songs I'd written in a, in a long time. And I was like, this is a duet. It feels like it's a duet. Ooh, remember when Zayn reached out like 10 months ago, let's reach back <laughs> out and see if, if, if he's still interested in what he's doing during COVID, you know? And he actually um, responded really quickly or his manager did and and said he loves it. Send us the, the the track, and we'll record. And then within a month, he recorded the vocals, sent them back. They were amazing, and we started mixing and um, did a video. And it all just happened without he and I ever communicating.
1: Like y'all um, never texted or
3: in nothing. <laughs> and I, even, I I said I talked to his manager a bunch, and I was like, let him know that if he wants to, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Here's my phone number or here's my email. Like no pressure, but like, and she's, she basically was like, he's just a very private mm-hmm. shy guy. um, Which makes sense that like he would, re- he also just doesn't do, he doesn't live by other people's rules. Like he is super, super famous. He reached out, his people reached out to me. Somebody who's I'm not super famous. I have some fame. I have some notoriety, but you know, very I'm famous. not at like Zane level. Right. So for him, to want to work with me right there. It's not a red flag in a bad way. It's a red flag in that he's like, I want to work with artists that I like, not necessarily Mm -hmm. that are going to bring me to a higher level. Um, And so I think he just is a, is a, is a person who just does the unexpected sort of, or does what he, what he feels like doing. Mm And, and also is very, very private. And I think very shy and so, yeah, we never, everything was communicated through her. She was like, he loves the song. He's so excited, big fan, all this stuff. So, so I was like, well, I'm not going to pressure the guy to talk to me. You know, like he's obviously like has a kid. He's super famous. People <laughs> talk to about him all the time. Like it's probably like a whole <laughs> existence that I have no idea what this is like. So then I was like, he gave me his vocals like, Thank you. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So
3: on my page, I have a Patreon live stream with like super fans, right. That I feel very safe talking in this group of people at a live stream. And I was talking about, about somebody was asking about Zane. And I said, you know, I was telling the story about how like, he's very private. And we, we've never actually spoken. And, and I said something like, you know, he's really private. He's, He's got a kid. He got. He's married. Like, just threw it away, right? And kept going, kept going. Finished the podcast. I finished the, the live stream. Had dinner. Was watching TV with my friend. Wasn't looking at my phone. <laughs> I opened up Instagram, like, two hours later. And my DMs and, like, emails. And I'm like, what? What's happening? What's happening? He's not married. Oh, yeah. I, I said he was married. And somebody... <laughs> in my safe circle of my of my you know patreon you know fan group was a zane person who was probably just like signed up for this because they wanted like crumbs of zane yeah yeah wrote out exactly what i said posted it on twitter and it went like crazy viral and everyone it was like Trending topics. Zyngra Michelson says, you know, it spills the beans about Zane. <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm like, this is so bad. Like this. I I didn't know. I don't know. And, you know, we talked to his, his manager. And she's like, don't worry. This kind of stuff happens all the time. Believe me, they're used to it. And I was like, no, but I don't want to bring any sort of like discomfort to this couple. Like right. I don't want to bring any. So I went on Instagram. And I was like, hey, guys. So uh, not married. As far as I know, Uh, I don't know him. I'm sorry. I said anything, forgive me. You know, everyone was very sweet and was like, Oh, you clowned us and all this stuff that I don't understand what they're talking about. And I was like, (laughs) you know, one person was like, she, she wanted us like saying I did it on purpose. I was like, Oh my God, no. Like this is like mortifying to me. Like I don't like attention in that, especially not like, so much attention all of a sudden, like focused on me and, 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 and then like a gossipy way. I was like, right this so gross to me. And so then the next big trending topic on Twitter was like Ingrid Michaelson admits she's wrong. And <laughs> like, there are pictures of me, like looking sad from <laughs> I posted on my Instagram, uh, like crying after, after, um, we did a reading of my musical, The Notebook. Oh, yeah. Talk about yeah, we got
1: to talk about And that. I was like
3: weeping, and I took a picture of myself, and that was the picture. They're like, she's apologetic about this whole thing. And I was like, first of all, I'm not that apologetic. I mean, yes, <laughs> I'm bad, but they, they didn't really care. And also, I'm not crying over it, but it just was so – the whole thing was just like so mortifying and so embarrassing, and it made me realize the amount of eyeballs that they have on yeah. them and the other famous people – it must, you can't do or say anything without people just jumping on it and then like spreading the the word to the whole entire world. Yeah. It's so, it made me realize like that is not a life that I am destined, like I can't, I don't want that level of fame or attention. Like that seems like like unfathomable to me um so like so much props to anybody in that world and to people who can handle that sort of attention it's just like so intense and it wasn't even like negative attention yeah it was just (laughs) just like attention right energy but I was so embarrassed for like days. I could, I kept thinking about it and like shuddering. Do you ever have those moments where you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god"? Yes. yes. Like the, the morning, the
0: morning after you wake up after a blackout, and you're like, "Oh my god, I sent that oh, text." Yeah. Or like that
3: was basically like me for yeah. a week. I'm yeah. Like, oh, like excruciating
0: anxiety like where you're just like, "Why yeah. did I do that? How did I do that?"
3: And I didn't know. I just figured, you know, I know.
1: Yeah. You were like, 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 it was such a, like you said, a throwaway comment, like, yeah, he's private with his wife and kids. And it's like, yeah, like never knowing what that was going to lead to.
3: Right. No, it's, it was so, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. But I'll tell you that his fans, the fandom are so sweet. They have like radio campaigns. Like they're like at Z100, please play to begin again you know, Zayn Malik at Ingrid Mike, like all this, like they have like, and they'll go like radio station by radio station. And they're like, come on guys, let's get it the- trending up the charts. And it's like, they're so cute. And um there's so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, crazy. So in some ways I was like, okay, I can get like, why you would like this much love coming at you is really amazing. But also at the same time, if it turns at all, I feel like, whoo it's yeah. just pretty wild. Yeah. So it was like, I was like, oh, this is what Taylor Swift feels like for like a second. I was like, this is what it must be like.
1: <laughs> okay, you brought up something I was going to bring up. So right before they told us that you were going to come on the podcast, I was talking about how m- someone asked me like my favorite song from uh 1989 album. And I said, Out of the Woods and Clean, it's like a toss up. And uh-huh. someone messaged me and they're like, you have to listen to Ingrid Michelson's cover of Clean on YouTube because- oh, yeah um like you're a big fan of Grey's Anatomy and Taylor Swift and so I listened to it and like literally right after that our producer sent us and talked about you coming on the podcast and I was like I I'm gonna bring that up because you said something at the beginning before you started the song that she had played it for you and you asked her like oh, yeah. if you could have the song or something <laughs> so dumb <laughs>
3: so we were friends for like a hot minute and I remember um She had me over her her apartment in New York and she was playing me a bunch of songs from 1989 and Clean was one of them. And I was like, oh my God, this song is so good. Can you send it to me? Not thinking that she's like huge and famous and has... you know, you can't just be sending demos or like, you know, unreleased songs out. Obviously like she probably has like firewalls up everywhere. I was going to say that
0: album in particular, I remember when it came out, she, it was like somebody from her management team had to come with like the thing on the thing with like specific dongles for each of us to listen to it from the same, like it was like under lock and key, like a man and a suitcase.
3: (laughs) So I was like, can you give me, can can I have, can you send it to me so I can listen to it? She's like, no, you know, (laughs) I, well, I, so, I don't even remember what she said i didn't just remember she was like trying to be nice but probably like are you kidding me right <laughs> um but i loved it so much and then as soon as that record came out i just listened to it like over and over and over again um yeah so dumb so, i was so naive
1: i just yeah i loved that because i loved that you were just like yeah can you just send that on over so i can listen to yeah, it <laughs>
3: Just email it to me like yeah. just put it in my Dropbox. <laughs> Right or just like text
0: it to me. Text me the MP3. Yeah, just text yeah. it to me.
3: The thing is that she's very um, approachable, so you kind of forget. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she was playing me her songs from her, right the song that hadn't come out yet, and we were dancing around listening to it. So I like you know I just like forgot who she was or where I was for a moment. And after the fact, I was like, right, <laughs> probably not gonna get the unreleased song from Taylor. Swift. <laughs> Email to you Ingrid
1: (laughs) (laughs) well I loved the cover I was like I can't believe I have never seen this before like being a fan of both of you and that song I was like how where have I been that I've never seen this but um you also yeah it's a great song you brought up um that you're doing there's a Broadway adaptation of The Notebook and you're doing the music for it
3: yeah I'm writing the music and lyrics and I've been working on it since 2017
0: so like two years after you met your boyfriend. <laughs>
3: Here we go. <laughs> um and um yeah, it's been really amazing. We were supposed to be, probably like be on stage now, right. except COVID happened. So everything got pushed back. Um and we're get we're like gearing up to get back into some workshops and, and out of town stuff. And so it's all like full steam ahead, but we've had a lot of time to kind of reflect and, and I'm actually grateful because I feel like we've been able to change it in ways that I think are going to be so impactful and so Mm -hmm. important because I think we are all so fundamentally changed after 2020 on so many levels um, that it was almost impossible. It's not impossible, but it was for me impossible to kind of tell the story in the same way and when I say that, I can't give too much away, but it's like, the story is always the story of mm-hmm. Ali and Noah. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that we're doing that I think hit differently than they would have hit before. I
1: can't really say I that know. much.
3: It's like, like su- subtlety is just, you know, you'll, when you see it, you'll understand.
1: So <laughs> when, I mean, are they thinking like this year? Like, cause if, or is it- uh, so-
3: it's gonna be 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. I can't this wait. Year for, um. What are we, yeah, we're in. Tw- I'm like, what are we in 2021? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. I'm hoping, hopefully, you know, middle to end of 2022. I'm, that's. I'm sort of saying that without anyone telling me. That's just like my own <laughs> math, my own like wishing that it's gonna be like end of 2022. I'm mean, gonna get hope. that
1: trending on Twitter for you. Yeah. <laughs>
3: If I just Michelson watch says, the notebook over and over again every night. I can manifest it like that's yeah.
0: that's a labor of love though. That's a long time to be it investing. Very, yeah,
3: musicals take a really really long time, and also COVID mm-hmm. <laughs> on top of it has has added an extra year and a half. But yeah, there's a lot of just uh, it's not like writing an album, you know. It's, yeah, there's so many people involved. There's you know you're literally changing things as actors are saying them on st- you know in a workshop you're like oh that line doesn't work anymore now I have to change this line and this line and this line, and then this song this song doesn't even work here anymore throw that song away write a new song it's like this evolving process I just scrapped like a huge song uh, last week and started to write another one like because it doesn't make sense anymore for the lead ca- one of the lead characters um But yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I really love seeing other people singing my music. There's something that's just very, um, very, uh, like charges my battery, so to speak. Like I, I, I've performed so much. I've seen myself so much, you know, performing on stage and I've just, I'm heard my own voice. It's like to hear other people interpret it Mm -hmm. is really incredible. And, and um, I'm never going to stop making records and doing my own, my, my, my own, you know, singer, songwriter, pop thing. But I got to say that writing for other people, writing for musicals and theater and TV and movies and things like that is really, I've been doing a lot of that. And it's like so satisfying. It's so, so cool. So I hope they do another musical episode of Greys. And then I can write people
1: (laughs) songs. Okay, we have a lot of opinions about that episode, so maybe if you're a part of it, we'll redemption. I loved it. I think
3: anything that Sada Ramirez sings. Okay, well, she's oh, that's how
0: you say it, Sada. Sada? Yes, I
1: almost. I've been
0: calling her Sarah this
1: whole time. I think a lot of people do, but it's Sada. Oh,
3: Sada. I know from people who have have worked with them that they like to be called that that's like how you pronounce the name
0: oh sada. good to know yeah
3: like spanish you know right yeah right. rolling the R a little bit sada. sada yeah but it sounds like s-a-d-a Way yeah. i say it sada <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but anything that they were singing was like gorgeous okay like- i can agree with that but the rest of the cast was. Owen,
3: Owen, got a little Owen went a little hard. <laughs> Owen needed you to, to just like dial it back a tiny bit. But like it, it was so endearing. Um, I think when you're watching anything that's like musical theater related, you have to just shake off the like there's gonna be there's gonna be it, for lack of a better word, it's gonna be a little cheesy. And as long as you accept that. I think it makes everything a lot easier.
1: Well I felt like Sada Ramirez, like those scenes were so powerful and then it would go into like Derek and Meredith and they were almost like laughing because you could feel that they were yeah. just like, I'm not a singer. Like <laughs> well,
3: also why I think that that Sara's stuff worked was because everything that, that, that they were in was like um from that dream perspective yeah. like so it worked they weren't like really there doing stuff, but right. I think it was supposed to be something like their point of view or something. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was like, it, it was a really brave and bold move. And I think some of the, some of the songs worked a lot better than others. Okay. The diplomatic yeah. way to say That's it. A, yeah. I, Ultimately when, when Sada was singing, um, the Brandy Carlisle song,
1: Yes, I the story like, is <laughs> like one of my favorite. Yeah, that's like one of my- I was definitely like crying. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like hitting those high notes, yeah. So I feel overall that that episode really like, I just love musicals too. I'm such a sucker. I'm well, very excited for In the Heights. I'm very excited for West Side Story. Me I too, like me too. I are really starting to like, people want to see them more and more. So, and that's like where I, I that's what I went to school for. why so my first true love- and so I'm just very excited that this is becoming more mainstream.
1: Well, I would just like to say after this podcast, I'm an even bigger fan of you. And, and I'm, I'm excited for everything that you're coming out with and working on. And whenever it may happen, the notebook and everything, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, new musical episode. If you're a part of that and doing it, I can get on board. yeah. <laughs> Oh, sweet.
0: thank you you definitely have to come back on when you finish when you catch up to current current episodes yeah
1: i will have a lot to say i'm sure yes, yeah you will yeah i
3: don't know what i'm gonna do about the gray the, the little gray and the i know prepare um, just prepare just yourself
1: all we can say is like have a good friend on standby who can your friend who loves gray's anatomy because she can right. really empathize right. with you yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us and everyone stream to begin again. It's amazing. Watch the season finale and and listen to all her music because I mean it's all spectacular. Yeah, Yeah, we're big fans. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks. um, Bye. (laughs) Nice meeting you. Bye. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Santiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood.
0: My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my wow. hero, my shiro. Yeah.
1: Shiro, for Shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets.
0: And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too.
1: Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has
0: modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple.
1: You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING
0: for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com. promo
1: code scrubbing Scrubbing. books.com promo code Scrubbing. scrubbing all right I mean she is so cool like sometimes we have people on and I am a big fan but I never know if they're gonna be excited to talk with us about the things that we love to talk about you know like Grey's Anatomy I really felt like she yeah she embraced it embraced our love and like joined in with us yeah. What are I, you doing?
0: Oh, sorry. I Sometimes I get nervous that Becca doesn't push things
1: correctly. So I was just checking to make sure that we were still recording. <laughs> Every st- <laughs> Mark, did she not yes. say Becca made me check to make sure it was going before we started this podcast? I like to periodically check.
2: Wow. I think that's good. That's the same thing to trust. do. I do the same thing. Thank
0: you. No, teamwork makes a dream work. What if you accidentally nudge something and hit pause? I don't know. just making sure it's
2: still uh, We've had, and I'm not saying it's Becca's fault, well, but we've had episodes that were half Zoom and half not Zoom because we forgot to hit record. Yeah, so it's good to double check.
1: That's why every time we start, I go, Tanya, do yeah. you see it counting up? It's okay. Anyways. It's been a long podcast. Just wanted to check. I'm a bigger Ingrid fan now than I was 30 minutes ago maybe you know how she said she she performed at a
0: Grey's Anatomy producer's wedding maybe she should
1: be on our like scrubbers uh, like a live podcast we do
0: oh I was gonna say she could perform at your wedding but if uh, you want I think
1: you might oh. get married but I mean marriage is just <laughs> freaky to me but um oh, wow okay <laughs> but you're like really into marriage so maybe for your wedding
0: yeah I've already kind of locked that in though Oh wow! Well, well, maybe if you tough can, list of singers, you gotta you know really <laughs> yeah you do have a, you do
1: have a good like text thread I'm sure with a lot of singers you could use. Um, anyways, love Ingrid Michaelson and the, her song is um, honestly maybe the the best part of the Grey's Anatomy finale. <laughs> I will I can say that confidently. And the only reason this is what I'll say before we let Mark try to redeem this episode for us. I think what upset me the most was that they talked about using this as the series finale. It felt that like That is exactly
0: what shook yeah. me.
2: You can't. You have to remove that. No, no. That's no, no, just, no, that's no, just no, internet goss. No. You have to focus on the episode for the episode itself.
1: The disrespect. Okay, well still, I mean, you know, no. okay, so, okay, let's focus on the episode itself, Mark. The, hit us with These your,
2: 44 minutes. Focus on these 44.
1: Okay, give <sighs> us whatever redeeming qualities this episode have like had, please list them.
2: I enjoyed the gray staff catching up to real time. I'm glad that they are now where we are. I love seeing them get vaccinated. That was a very nice moment when they're all getting their shots. I was affected emotionally by link proposing to Amelia and her just staring at him in front of the three kids and him appearing Crestfallen. Oh, my God. I can only his, imagine. His
0: words were beautiful.
2: Beautiful. And I am a guy who put together some beautiful words and proposed on a beach just like that during Golden Hour. And if Amy would have just stared at me, that would have been a real drag. So I was affected by that. Um, I liked seeing Jurassic. I thought that was a funny little thing. Oh. And I don't know. It had a good... Season finales have to have a marriage. It had one. A birth. Didn't have a birth, but Joe got Luna. Like, there was enough season finale elements to it that I thought it was fairly satisfying. (laughs) Now, if it had been the last episode of Grey's ever, I would have been upset about that. But you can't put that context down. There's too much pressure for one episode to endure. I thought it was a decent season finale. I'm not saying classic. It's hardly a classic. I thought it was decent.
1: They said someone like one of the writers is the one who said yes. that this season finale could be the series finale.
2: But I think that was Vernoff. But I also think they made some changes. Like, I think like um, the cla- the gray, the Meredith clap out. I think that was part of it. I'm not sure exactly. I saw a number of different articles about it, but I think that's too much to put on it. I the It's not the finale. It's not. Remember that.
0: Right. It's not. But the fact that somebody in that zeitgeist, no not using it properly, but uh, in that zeitgeist of Grey's Anatomy, thought that this could be the series finale, just feels so disrespectful to me as a viewer.
2: I, I think there would have been changes made if it had been the series finale.
1: Well, the whole thing should have, the whole thing should have been changed. <laughs> this is my issue. I think I'll, I'll go through and tell you my issues with the, the beginning part with Winston and Maggie with their wedding that almost was a wedding, but then their parents stood up.
2: That was lame. It was
1: just like, it didn't get like, I just don't feel like they're, they're like getting the, like the love story, the content that like they deserve to tell that story. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like that was corny. So now Owen and like, Owen's proposed to Teddy. How many times? Like, I just, I'm irrationally angry about that storyline. <laughs> too. I can't even tell you like, I love Teddy and so I want her on the show but like if she would have left to be with Krasic I would have sacrificed that to just like see that happen. So, so like every time that Owen was like on
0: the screen. So I watched the finale with Red Star, which truly I I almost wish I would have, could have um, videotaped his reactions because they were so as somebody who's really never. I mean, he's watched one episode of Grey's Anatomy. He was like, this looks like the videos they show you to like pitch you as a wedding videographer, but you like don't pick them like when they were filming the, the wedding okay, i will say the no, wedding at was
1: beautiful on the no beach he goes
0: every time i every time owen came on the screen i would go like Ugh, or like Ugh. like i was getting like so hot and he was like what's your deal with this guy and i was like he cheated on christina yang when they were married and i just i haven't been able to get over it like i just i i just don't like him and he goes what if he ever comes on your podcast i was like i I'm going to be straight with him. I'm going to be like, I don't like your character. Like, I just can't get past the no, cheating. No, you're
2: not. No, you're not. You're going to be nice to him. Well,
1: yeah, of he course. We'll nice, nice to him. But, like, we can't act like we love Owen when we like our whole podcast.
2: You could say, I haven't gotten past you cheating on Christina. That's fine. But you're not going to say every time you come on screen and go, Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's true but yeah it's true uh but i think it was like rubbing me the wrong way because he was like so over the top with every little thing with teddy this episode where i was just like that's
1: what okay and i get it we were jumping time but i felt like we went from them literally they couldn't even look at each other to then them making out and having sex in the on-call room to like then this like where they're just so madly in love and i just felt i'm like i'm not dumb like i I feel this feels forced to me. That's why I was so irritated. Yeah, I, 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 I the
0: whole thing. And, you know, I love cheesy.
1: And so now mm-hmm. we have like, a whole new season. Now give we're me the cheese. Give me
0: all the cheese. If I'm getting ordering nachos, like double down on the cheese.
2: <laughs> yes. And
0: to me, it was too much. Like, I was just like, what, like, what is happening?
2: I like the musical episode, so I'm all in on the cheese as well. But I agree. I can't defend the Owen Teddy situation.
1: And then and then the Lincoln Amelia thing it was like, so
0: sad.
1: Why? Like where why did she all of a
0: sudden well, yeah, tap where did that out come like from? That? I'm confused where that came from.
2: Uh...
0: <laughs> is so it like now... that is it that like mm-hmm. that Alessia Cara song? Oh And you know no, no. when did oh. you fall out of love with with me (laughs) that's what Amelia or that's what Link should have been singing to Amelia
1: okay but here's my thing now which is what I always thought was going to happen they're going to try and do the Link and Joe thing because they were friends which I'm not opposed to but then I felt like well why have Link and Amelia have this relationship and have a baby if they like if they saw Joe and Link being together which felt very obvious to me
2: I I, I I don't know, but I, I was very sad when, when she didn't say yes.
1: Yeah, I'm, honestly, I was really, like,
0: thrown off by that whole storyline, like, because I'm like, when did she stop liking Link? When did she fall out of love with him?
1: <laughs> I did love, um, you know, I did get emotional at the very end when... Meredith and Teddy came out of surgery and Meredith and Bailey hugged. Cause to me, it felt like I was seeing their, them in real life. Like not even characters. Like I felt like I could see their friendship and their like respect for one another in that hug and like how much they love each other. And it made me kind of emotional. And that's when, um, the song to begin again was playing. It was just like a lot. Yeah. So yeah, this is my, I've had a few Grey's Anatomy finales that I've been like, me but normally the ones before those are so devastating and crushing and like all summer long i'm like i cannot wait to see where this picks up again and then this one was more one of those ones where i was like
2: i'm 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 not but also i appreciate that they wrapped up this season-long covid storyline i feel like in the fall we're going to get back to normal i feel like this was another sign of getting back to normalcy in life And on Grey's. I appreciated that as well.
0: Yeah, I did like that. I did like that.
2: They're not going to have another season finale where the building explodes and half the cast is killed. You know, I mean, I'm done with those. If we we don't have any more disaster finales, I'm fine with it.
1: I don't know. I kind of I, you know, (laughs) there's something about it's like weird because what Grey's Anatomy has done such a great job with is showing tragedy and loss while also showing hopeful moments and so they've been able to navigate both and I think I mean granted COVID was devastating but it was a full season of like a consistently sad thing that we're living in real life whereas like the bomb episode the shooting episode those were just like so intense that your brain like couldn't even like it felt like TV you know like where you're like escaping into this Universe that wasn't real, and I felt like this one was so real that there wasn't that escape feeling. And maybe that's what I Mm -hmm. felt like I was missing on the finale. I
2: don't know. Um, I do would like to say that we were talking with Ingrid about great musical memories from that show, and my favorite will always be the bomb episode when Meredith is over the body and Kyle Chandler's talking her through it, and suddenly here. It's 2 a.m. and she calls me, but I'm still awake. And they do almost the whole song of Breathe 2 a.m. by Anna Nalek. And, and then.
1: Wait, what's the song? It's Breathe. Just breathe. Breathe. Oh, breathe. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: That is
0: a, that is a yeah. really great.
2: That's my favorite Gray's moment musically. It's ever. a pretty
0: great scene. You know what's interesting Great though? But how funny though that that's actually what I wanted to do for like a little bit of time in my life. Do you know what? So play music. Use- wait, what?
2: Wait, be a bomb negotiator. No, show?
0: play songs. Be a surgeon. No, like, oh. choose the songs <laughs> choose for episodes. What songs go into like what TV episodes? Because that really be makes that. yeah,
1: really makes like a moment. I also. When I started watching Grey's Anatomy was like, how do I get to be the person on Grey's Anatomy who chooses the songs? Yeah,
0: because I think also in that time when I was really interested in it, that's where a lot of music discovery was coming from.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like that yeah. was it. Like people would put their, you know, oh my gosh, I heard this song on my favorite show and they're like, Google the lyrics and da da da,
1: da. And so that was like a big thing. That's where I heard White Horse by Taylor Swift for the first time. They played Grey's Anatomy? It. They, they featured it on Grey's Anatomy before it came out. Oh, wow that was one tree hill for
0: me like i feel like i did a lot of music discovery on one tree hill one tree
1: hill had some great great music finds yeah um well i mean we've been going this podcast has gone long so i i think it's time Time to go yeah all right
0: like they say in gray's anatomy what that's the end folks that's all folks (laughs) i I haven't heard that in gray's
1: anatomy (laughs) (laughs) all right on that note we'll be back next monday for more fun
0: yeah and definitely let us know if you want us to to go to palm springs again
1: yeah let us know because we're gonna go whether you want us to or not i'm (laughs) sure but it would be fun to know if you'd be interested in that yeah um we love you all have a great week love you bye